time now. Around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, hello and thank you very much, the legendary John Bon Jovial. Welcome to another The David Bowers Awards show, the show where every show is an awards show. And we've got a really jam-packed show today, five guests, lots of music, so we're going to get right to it without any further ado. Our thanks, as always, to our house band, Titty Bingo, that provides our music for us, our theme music. And uh, be sure and go check out Titty Bingo at tittybingo.com. Remember, it's always time to play Titty Bingo. We want to start off with a shout-out to our friends and a special The David Bowers Award, our first award of the afternoon of a filled awards show. Capitol Records has launched a year-long 75th anniversary celebration. The Hollywood Chamber of Commerce has unveiled Capitol Records' Walk of Fame star, the first record company to get a star. They're paying tribute to capital artists spanning the past eight decades and shining a spotlight on the historic contributions to music and popular culture. It'll include a year-long major vinyl reissue campaign, the Capitol Records 75th Anniversary Collection, 75 albums that illustrate the history of Capitol Records, the spire at the top of the Capitol Tower, and I don't know, John Bon Jovi, if you knew this or not, but that spire... Uh, has had a light on it flashing in Morse code the word Hollywood ever since it was put up. And they're going to change to where it will flash in Morse code, capital 75, for the next 12 months. Among the 75 albums and artists are, of course, The Beatles, Frank Sinatra, Glenn Campbell, Hart, James Taylor, Johnny Mercer, and Judy Garland, Katy Perry, Les Paul and Mary Ford, M.C. Hammer, Merle Haggard, Neil Diamond, Pink Floyd, the band, the Beach Boys, and many more. You can read the entire list and details at CapitalRecords.com. But right there in the middle of them all, in the 34th alphabetical slot that brought back folk music to the top of the charts and back into American music mainstream, the Kingston Trio. And we want to congratulate our personal friend, Mr. Bob Shane, co-founder of the Kingston Trio, along with Nick Reynolds and Dave Gard, and also the three great musicians that are carrying on the name and tradition of the Kingston Trio still, 60 years later, Bill Zorn, George Grove, and Rick Doherty. The trio has been around longer than Gunsmoke. A Martin Guitar Company press release in 2007 announcing a fourth Kingston Trio commemorative model guitar stated, The Kingston Trio changed everything about popular music and the entire acoustic guitar industry along with it. It was the rise of the Kingston Trio that really established Martin as America's guitar. The Kingston Trio wasn't just a music group, it was a phenomenon as influential in its time as the Beatles would become in theirs. Satirist Tom Lehrer has acknowledged the trio's pioneering of college concerts, observing that before the Kingstons, there was no real concert circuit. The Kingston Trio started it all. And in Time Magazine, critic Richard Corliss asserted, In my youth, they changed pop music and me with it. 
You can read all about the Kingston Trio online at kingstontrio.com and find a detailed history on Wikipedia. As I said, we've got a lot of music, a lot going on today, a lot happening. We want to congratulate you, Bob Shane, and all of the Kingston Trio for your contribution to American music and our history. We salute you. Our guests this afternoon, we have five, not one, but five guests, all up for consideration for a Grammy nomination, and in several cases, more than one. We have Donna Herrick from the band Herrick, the Americana band with the album Cotton Fields. We have Nikki Chris, who will be joining us also, as well as uh, Sharon Leah, who will be here via a pre-recorded interview, Joni, uh, Jory Grayson and Mario Novelli of the Pond Hawks, and Miss Diana Rain. We've had the honor and privilege in the last year of having five of our guests who have gone on to be under consideration for a Grammy Award at the upcoming Grammys. And we are so proud. We've gathered them all here together. We're going to kick things off right now with some music from Herrick, and then we're going to talk with Donna Herrick. Here is the band Herrick and a thing called Freedom Train. Freedom, love is calling me Telling me you gotta come my way Like a delta road, like the darkest sin Taking me where I've never been
And that's Freedom Love with the band Herrick. And as as it would always happen, if something can go wrong, it will. Um, but naturally, our first guest is the one we're uh, having difficulty getting on the air right now. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to talk to Donna in a little bit. I want to tell you that Freedom Love is the single off the album Cotton Fields. It's up for American Roots Song and American Roots Performance Awards. Cotton Fields, the song, is up for Arrangement, Instruments, and Vocals. And the album is up for Best Americana Album. The band Eric is up for Best New Americana Artist uh, for consideration in all each of those categories in the upcoming Grammy Awards. So with that, we'll move right along here and uh, talk to our next guest. And uh, this is, as are all of our guests today, no stranger to the show. Welcome aboard, if you would, please. Nikki Chris. Hello, Nikki. Hello there, David. How you doing? Doing just fine and so proud and happy to be among all of these uh, potential Grammy nominees. How's it feel? Oh, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's surreal, you know, because I know how many, it, it is, because I know, and, and, and I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to say, I did, you know, that the first, uh, awesome. Aren't they? That, that what song a great was just song. fantastic. Yeah, what a great sound they have, and uh, really, really making a name for themselves. And speaking of which, I loved the comment you made. As a matter of fact, I mentioned it on last week's show when I was uh, billboarding this week's show uh, about the fact that there are so many uh, indie artists, and you made the uh, comment to me that maybe this will be indie year at the Grammys. Yeah, you know, one can only hope, right? And and by indie, we mean, I'll say, not mainstream, right? So it's somebody that's um, not backed by what I would call, like, major label backing. Exactly, um, right. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is tough, because in, in some of the categories, it's traditionally a mainstream category, and it's very, very difficult for... Uh, you know, non-label backed um, artists to break through, but you know, you never know. There's a Absol- <laughs> wishful thinking. Absolutely, <laughs> and that's that's one of the beautiful things. It, it's really kind of a uh, kind of a dichotomy as it has become easier for indie artists, independent artists, to get their music out. Because of this technological marvel, the internet, they can now play all over the world from their own home or studio. Uh, but at the same time, it's become harder for them to get the mainstream airplay on radio and television that has always been, you know, that's been the big door opener for artists in the past. Once you get the radio stations to play your single, uh, you get yourself a hit. Now it's not quite the same thing. You're exactly correct. I mean, to be honest, um, internet play is actually very easy to come by, Um, you know, especially free internet play. And I know a lot of people actually frown upon that, but when you're trying to build a fan base, you know, even free internet play is great. But getting on to places like, you know, I know Pandora is very difficult to get on, you know, forget about the big one, Sirius XM or even, you know, local FM stations. Um, you know, I know I've tried multiple times to get on, like, even my local FM station, and, you know, you can't even get a call back or a response to an email. So 
it's very, very difficult. It is every bit of that. And uh, John Bon Jovial would like to squeeze a word in here. John, what you got? Uh, just a quick word. First of all, hi, Nikki. It's great to have you back with us again. Oh, my pleasure. And, uh, <laughs> have you tried uh, small market radio stations? Uh, because oftentimes, especially in high tourist areas, uh, if you get airplay like that, oftentimes uh, the, the larger market stations might be forced to start looking at other artists or indie artists, especially if they start getting more than one request for a song. Uh, an example would be for, um, in an area where I used to work many years ago, the Owens Valley of California. Uh, there is uh, Highway 395 that goes from Los Angeles up to Reno. And uh, there's a few small market radio stations, one of which I programmed for many years. And uh, I remember playing uh, uh, quite a few indie artists back then that eventually started getting airplay in some of the larger markets like uh, Reno and Sacramento. Yeah, I actually have done a couple of things to try and get some small um, you know, market play like you suggested. I mean, I have been on some uh, you know, a couple AM stations cuz there are still some AM stations. Um, some um, you know, college radio stations, but the thing that I've I've run into is you know, they want you to pay for spins. I've actually, yeah. Oh no! So I have actually never dreamed of doing that. Yeah. So you know, they they they've they've, uh, linked on to okay, indie artist doesn't have label backing, um, and they want you to pay for spins. So it's it's like catch twenty two. I mean, I've I've had a couple where I've gotten free play, or you know, I've had you know, made relationships with people to where I have been able to get, you know, some airplay. But, you know, unless you're willing to cough up like $1,500 for, you know, maybe a month's worth of spins, it it gets very uh, expensive quickly. At least that's what I found. How times have changed. I I remember back in our day, that was called payola. It was illegal. As a matter of fact, it was a major scandal back in the late 50s. Well, yeah, and and some of the stations charge you to even submit your music for airplay consideration. Good grief. We've got uh, more guests standing here waiting to come on board. Let's get some opinions from our other guests who we'll bring in right now. We've got first, we have Diana Rain. Welcome back, Diana. Oh, hi. Thank you so much. Glad to have you here with us. Now, we were just talking with Nikki Chris about the state of uh, indie artists getting play on radio and uh, on mainstream radio. And uh, she was telling me that uh, a lot of uh, stations, or at least a goodly number of stations, uh, are actually requiring artists to pay to get airplay. Have you encountered that at all? Um, I've heard that a lot from friends for for years now, um, and I just heard that that's just a really tough barrier to break, a really tough wall to break. I contacted, I live in the Temecula Valley in Southern California, and I ended up contacting um, iHeartRadio, I, I someone that plays a local show from iHeartRadio in my community, and they ended up playing my song one of my songs once, but that was it. I mean, you really can't, 
I don't think it's of any interest to them because, like, uh, like we were talking about before, it, money talks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're absolutely right. It's a, <laughs> it's a horrible situation. But while we've got Nikki on the line and we have this break in the conversation, we're going to go ahead and roll tape and play for you Nikki's song that's up for a Grammy nomination. This is a song called Falling to Pieces. Nikki Chris. Lost in my head Keep thinking about what you've done It's really hard to smile Could you have done this to your own child And I This makes me feel But I want you to know That I've got The will of steel I'm not Falling to pieces So I'm battered And bruised I'm not falling to pieces Or broken used I'm not Falling to
This is Frank Robert, and you're listening to the David Bowers Awards on Blog Talk Radio. Enjoy the evening. And here we are now with Sharon Leah, with the Sharon Leah Band, also up for consideration for a Grammy nomination. Sharon, welcome aboard. Hi, David. How are you? Doing just fine, thank you, and so glad you could be here with us today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, actually, I'm, I'm sorry that I'm not actually there at the moment. Um, we have a performance tonight, and so um, I'm glad that you've agreed to uh, interview me before the show. Well, we're glad that we were able to make connections and make it work, and I do understand the, the live performance and the conflicts, and uh, let's face it, the show must go on, and that's what's important. So uh, we wish you a great show, and uh, you'll be able to listen to this with all of our guests uh, at your leisure whenever it's possible for you to, and uh, that's one of the things we wanted to talk about. Now, we have five of our guests from this past year uh, up for uh, consideration for a Grammy nomination. And the first thing that I know all of our listeners want to know about, what's it like? What's the feeling you have, the anticipation? Oh, it's mind-blowing because it is, gosh, I'm going to use a big word, but it's the antithesis of everything that um, I've ever worked for and, of course, my, my band members have. So just uh, this was my first year. And uh, it was extraordinary to get to know other um, nominee, you know, considered um, artists and just to make connections with other colleagues and share my music and, and have them share their music, their works with me. Um, it was really incredible to really enjoy the vastness of the different kinds of music there is and the talent that's out there. And I got some really wonderful feedback from some colleagues, which kind of blew my mind. Uh, actually, it's, it's up on our website, some of the quotes uh, that I got from some of the wonderful uh, artists and uh, Grammy-winning uh, producers uh, and artists who, who made really positive comments about our music. So it was more, to me, um, about you know, connecting with other artists who are all just as genuinely passionate as I am in this. Well, so, you know, even if um, a nomination doesn't come or a Grammy doesn't come, it's been great to uh, get feedback from just from the colleagues uh, themselves. So it's been awesome. Well, I know that's one of the things that uh, we've talked about uh, with regard to the award considerations. And uh, Nikki, Chris, who is also on the show, uh, has uh, been up for this before, and she's expressed uh, pretty much the same thing. Uh, the, the and I, I have to I have to agree enthusiastically. Just the fact that you made it this far to this level is a a humongous compliment to your to your talents your ability and you know everything that you've poured into your music yes i would agree david yep and i actually had the opportunity to get to know nikki a little bit as well and uh the other guests that are on the show today are we have with us also along with nikki chris we have donna herrick of the band herrick we have the pond hawks from chicago and Diana Rain 
And those are the, along with you, Sharon, those are the five guests we've had on this year who are all up for consideration for Grammys. And uh, I think if I, uh, if I caught what you said correctly, you, uh, you have connected with Nikki Chris. I believe, oh, definitely, yes. Mm-hmm. I loved yeah. her music, so. Yeah, she's, well, she's, she's great. Been, she's fabulous. And she's been a guest. Uh, she's been a guest on our show uh, several times. As a matter of fact, uh, Nikki and I connected when I was doing another show. Uh, oh, I don't know, about six, eight years ago. And uh, she came on the show, and we have been talking and uh, following each other ever since. She's uh, she's been a really real sweetheart, like you. And uh, now the album that you're up for, and if I believe, if I'm correct, it's the album award that you are up for. Correct. Uh, we're up for two. We're up for Pop Vocal Album of the Year and also um, Best R&B Performance for our song Not Not Sure, which is the fourth track off the album. And the album so is Fairy Tales. Yep. yep. Oh, great. So you're up for the album and an R&B track award. Yes, that is Fan- correct. Fantastic. So I know that you're... Uh, you're probably going to be like everyone else. You're going to be on pins and needles from now until the time that you find out uh, whether you made the next level or not. When does that information? Uh, sure. When does I'm that sorry? come? When does that come around? When will you know? Um, I believe in December sometime. So yeah, I mean no. I've got plenty to keep me super super busy between now and then so I won't have too much time to worry (laughs) well that's good you won't have to sit around uh, just worrying about it (laughs) that's always that's always a good thing now you're you're based out on the east coast now is that correct oh yes Philadelphia yep you're out of Philadelphia okay I wasn't sure uh, because I think you you changed your base here a while back didn't you I was Born and bred a Jersey girl, then I moved to New York, and I did my solo career in New York, and then I popped on over to Pennsylvania, and and now we just play sort of everywhere. So, and you know, radio shows like your wonderful show, who play us, um, you know, our music can be spread like sort of everywhere. So, even the whole the home base is this area. Um, you know, we like to think we get around. <laughs> Sure, absolutely, and as you know from having been on our show, as we tell everyone who's a guest on our show, once you're here, you're family, so please keep us in the loop, let us know where you're going to be, uh, If you know when you have a new release, a new single, new album, a new video, or if you make the uh, you know the nomination list for the Grammy Awards or something, and you have something you want to share with uh, the world, oh, yeah. give us a yell, the door is always open, we'll always find a place for you here on the show.
the Sharon Leah Band's nominated song up for, well, I should say up for consideration for a nomination, as are all our guests today. And I want to make it perfectly clear to everyone that this has been a monumental uh, effort here, because when we first came up with the idea of doing a Grammy Hopeful Specials, we were thrilled that we had three of our guests uh, that were up for consideration. And as we started putting it together, you know, after we announced it, we found out we had four. And then on the day we announced it, we had Miss Diana Rain Rain on the show, and we found we had five guests. So uh, we're squeezing an awful lot into a short period of time, and we're going to bring on the uh, folks who've been waiting the longest right now. Uh, We're going to bring on... uh, Jory and uh, Mario from Chicago and the group, the Pond Hawks. Welcome aboard. Yeah, the- hey, how you doing, David? Hey, David, thanks for having us on, man. Oh, my pleasure. We're so glad you could be here with us today. Now, did you hear a little of the conversation we had before we went into the uh, pre-recorded interview with Sharon? We even listened to your whole show. We're digging it, man. Yeah. What mm-hmm. what what'd you think about that uh, the uh, the discussion we were having about radio stations actually asking artists to pay to get played? I I was I don't know it's like the old days yeah. I mean, only it wasn't in a brown paper bag you know <laughs> yeah exactly um, <laughs> well you know it, it's very true that it's so hard for an independent artist to get played in their hometown on an FM station. I mean, we still have problems. We we can't break through on that. Though we have been played on FM stations all over the U.S. And, and the world. And the world. And in, in, in Europe and everywhere. We had a number one uh, record in... In England, yeah. In single in England. It was number one for 13 weeks on, on, a, on a station. Could not get played in Chicago. No, no. Wow, now that is... That is really weird that you could get played everywhere but your hometown. Now, I, you know, admittedly, Chicago is a uh, a bit of a unique situation, but still, uh, if you're making that much noise around the world, it seems as though you should be able to get some plays in your own area. I'm going to uh, I'm going to ask Nikki to uh, step back on in here because uh, we had talked about something some time ago in one of your previous uh, guest shots on the show, Nikki, and that was the fact that there was some question about how effective Reverb Nation was and uh, at at one point whether they were trying to be effective or not at all. Now, I have since and most recently encountered a uh, situation where they are shown to be actually selecting. Now, I have no idea their selection process or what you have to do to get selected, but they are actually selecting artists to be uh, directed to, if not directly connected with, uh, record labels for, uh, well, for promotion and uh, and release. Have you heard anything about that or had any more uh, recent uh, uh, considerations about Reverb Nation? Um, no, because I actually have stopped using them and, and haven't used them in like over a year. So, I mean, I actually, um, there's a couple of um, places that I use for promotion, um, and I've gotten more just with my own contacts reaching out and, and making the connection myself than they ever did for me. Um, That's a very lot interesting. Of those, yeah, I mean, in a lot of those things, you actually have to submit to. 
And right. and I know a lot of like um, radio stations when they look for like you know say they're looking for holiday music or something like that. Um, they could get like ten thousand submissions, and then you know to go through them all and actually validate what you could potentially play. It's it's overwhelming. It it is every bit of that, and this is still a hard business. Now, while we have while we have uh, Jory and Mario the Pondhawks on and hanging tight with us, we're going to go to their song that is up for nomination. Now, uh, Jory or Mario, whichever of you cares to join us, uh, tell us about the category you're nominated in, and uh, well, tell us about your feeling about being up for nomination. Well, you know, we're up for 13 different uh uh, nomination or categories, yeah. It's, uh, yes, like you know, record of the year, album of the year, best new artist, uh, best rock performance, uh, best roots performance. Uh, kind of scatter shot, so we yeah. really don't know it. <laughs> it took us all by surprise. Yeah, right. We didn't know. Yeah, I've got somebody. <laughs> I have the list here in front of me, and I was uh, I was kind of blown away by it, and uh, as. Uh, as Nikki had mentioned to us before, and we just spoke a few minutes ago, uh, maybe this will be the year of the uh, indie at the Grammys, and uh, I, I think that would be fantastic. Now, we're going to play the track that you have up for nomination for, let's see, Best Arrangement Instrumental and Vocals, Best American Roots Performance, Best American Roots Song Performance, and I think those are the only categories this song is up for. Tell us about Wire Me. Well, I'm going to tell you something about Wire Me. You know, Jory's father, who passed away um, not too, too long ago, uh, had uh, manufactured some wire that had been used by NASA to go to the moon. And, and through love, and that's what the indie, whole indie move, movement is about, is love. Through love, we wanted to write a song for him and how do we say, oh, the wire, the moon, this, him, it was secretly, and his name is Sidney, and uh, and we do, uh, that. you'll hear a telegraph, ba ba it is a, that's Sid in Morse code. In Morse yeah. code. Oh, yeah. my, dad, so, my dad actually awesome. in World War II, he worked the Morse code on a B-17 when they were flying missions. So this whole oh, thing we're doing. Is, that is impressive. That not, is, It's not to get known by some label or something to be famous or this or that. We're doing it out of love. And and as I can see uh, the songs you've been playing, we really dig your the, the artists you've been playing uh today. Uh it just it just it's all about the love. That's the whole movement. It's like the sixties all over again. Oh it's just a, well and the oh, other the the indie artists, I mean, people can actually now in their own home or their studios make music as good or better than anything I mean other artists that are on labels so this is the greatest movement that's happening now and I know that a lot of college kids are not interested in listening to you know regular mainstream radio they're very into the internet and the indie movement now that's right us inmates have taken over the asylum man yeah right (laughs) (laughs) absolutely well let's get right down to it let's give a listen ladies and gentlemen right here the pond hawks and wire me
when you get to the moon. And I, we were talking. Uh, John and I were talking off uh, off track here, while behind the scenes, while that song was playing. And I got to ask you this: Did you intentionally try to make that sound like early Beatles? No, no not at all. <laughs> uh, we were this listening to it. As a matter of fact, it's R and B, man. It's yeah. R and B. you know what? Our, the Beatles were very much a part of our uh, childhood, and they've always been an influence on us musically, as other people are too. But it, it's kind of like we've taken uh, our favorite artists and we filter it somehow through ourselves, and it comes out Pondhawk. But it sounds like, you know, classic rock, which is one of our favorite types you know, of music. Well, you know, one of, well, our we had- fav- one of my favorite actors, uh, both of our favorite actors, is Peter Sellers, and Peter Sellers once said, "Is really prolific." Us, he says, "You know, we're all actors, and I'm I'm saying, you know, songwriters, singers, we're all chameleons, chameleons of everything yes. we've ever seen." Yes. So you know, take that. You know what I'm talking about, brother? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I, I noticed. And we, we I, hope that we come out. 
with our signature sound too. So you know. And I, I noticed in several of your uh, several of your tracks, I noticed the sound that was reminiscent of the early Beatles. Let's only hope that you go off in the same direction as they did. John Bon Jovial, you'd like to jump in. Well, yeah, I, I just, uh, you know, my, my absence has been because I've got this nasty cold that I'm working on, and it's so much fun. Uh, but um, <laughs> You're so good at it. Uh, the, uh, in, 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 in your song, uh, In Wire Me, at the end, that little harmonica riff at the end, it, it kind of reminds me of uh, the Beatles, I Should Have Known Better, and uh, which if you listen to the harmonica riff that John Lennon does on that, it's very similar to what you do, and it, it, very cool stuff. It really is. It's wire me, baby. I I, I love it. <laughs> Thank well, you. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. But yeah, totally yeah. different chord progression. Totally different. I mean, it's just a, it's just a, as John did not play, you know, a lot of harp early on. You know, he yeah. it was it, harp was like you didn't have a keyboard player, man. You got the harp. And so right. He went, uh, and he was you know, so that was good. It. When he did, he was, he was so good at. He it, was too. great at it. John John was great at it. And don't forget, if you play the harp, no. you can't sing. That's right. <laughs> and, that's know, the truth. And, and so so we so we go and buy this like twelve pack of harps, blues harps, and and, and, and like for five dollars. It was like twenty bucks or something. And it's right. like, it was like you know, and, and their slogan was, "If you can breathe, you can play." <laughs> yeah, right. So that's, that's we, what it is. It's just. It's just your, it was a cheap harmonica. Breathe, it worked. <laughs> yeah, breathe into your mind, you know. Absolutely got to do. Another thing we got to do is we got to get to our next guest who's patiently waiting to come back on here and talk to us, Miss Diana Rain. Welcome aboard, Diana. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, thank you for joining us. What a party this is today. I wish we had two hours instead of one. We could have easily <laughs> filled it. <laughs> now, you, I want you, before uh, before we play the song, I want you to tell us about this song and the story behind it, because I know it's a very special and personal story, and it is such a powerful song. Tell us about Long Road. Uh, well, Long Road is the name, the title song for my album, and um, it was the first song that I wrote after a couple of years of being away from music due to a vocal surgery and the birth of my son, and it, it marked my deciding uh, point where I was, where I said music is what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life, and this will be the first song on my next album that I record for my next album. So so there you have Long Road. Um, it, it took me, I, I went away from music and I was brought back and felt renewed. My life, my life is so much better now with the music in it, and I'm so grateful to right here, right now. And it comes through in the work that you do. It shows that you love what you're doing. We're running a little short of time, so I want to get this song in, and it is a tad long. <laughs> so, John Bon Jovi, I'll roll the music. This is Diana Rain and Long Road. It's been a long road.
Long Road. That was Diana Rain. Let's bring everybody on in here right now uh, so we can all get together, wish them luck, and, uh, and of course, say goodbye for, the, uh, for this show anyway. And uh, let me first start by saying uh, I wish apologies for uh, Donna Herrick, who for whatever reason was unable to make it today. Uh, we wish her the very best at the Grammys, too. Let's start and uh, just go around the table here. Nikki, Chris, any words of parting? Um, yeah, just uh, good luck to everyone. I've actually been quite blown away with all your uh, your music that Dave has been playing, so that's fantastic. Um, that's one of the things that actually I, I think I told you, David, I, I was very, very, very impressed with the um, caliber of the music um, from a voting perspective, everything that, you know, was mm-hmm. shared with me. And, and the messages, because that's that's the biggest thing. I was uh, thoroughly, thoroughly, um, was it was enjoyable to listen to a lot of the messages of hope and love and, and community and coming together, and, and that's really what I feel, you know, music does best. So hopefully we'll, we'll see some of these, what I call, indie, non-mainstream artists, you know, break through and get some nominations. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Nikki. Diana Rain. I just want to thank you for having us today, and thank you to all the other artists. And uh, yeah, it was just all luck. It's it's a tough business, but you all have uh, a lot of courage to be out there doing what you're doing for the for the love of music, the the ultimate healer. Absolutely, thank you again, Diana Rain, Jory, and Mario of the Pondocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> David, thank you for having us. Nikki and Diane, love your stuff. It's, it's great. great stuff, Thank you. And, and I love your comments too. It was it was, it was really great. And, and uh, we hope everybody uh, finds their finds their zen in their music. Yeah, I mean, we hope Grammy or we not, all win. Yeah, right. <laughs> we all win. But I hope we find our zen, right? Yes, absolutely. Amen. That's what it's right. all about. Absolutely, never, and our never, very best. Our very best wishes from everyone here at the show uh, for each of you, and we look forward to having you back on the show again real soon. Thank you so much for coming and spending your time with us today and sharing your music. You're all a wonderful bunch, and I personally am so honored to have had you on the show. Thank you again. John Bon Jovi, take us home. Thanks, John. Thanks, guys. The David Bowers Awards is produced by the David Bowers for Stick It In Your Ear Productions from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and along the banks of the beautiful Colorado River in Bullhead City, Arizona. Artists, send your EPKs to David at thedavidbowers.com for consideration on our show. We'd love to have you on. And be sure to uh, listen to The David Bowers. You can get a free download from Blog Talk Radio and iTunes, 365 Internet Radio, CMG Global Radio, BFM, that's B-E-E-F-M, and Renegade Femme Radio. And be sure to click the follow link on our uh, Blog Talk Radio page and like The David Bowers on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio in Rochester, New York, and on Blog Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 7 p.m. Greenwich time for more great indie music and uh, talk with the artists that make it happen 
Follow the David Bowers. We'd love to have you with us. So until next week, for the David Bowers and all of the crew of maniacs here at the asylum, that would be Nick the Geek, the David Bowers, Hop Along Sarcassity. I am the sickly and legendary John Bon Jovial saying thanks, folks, for listening, and we will see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards. Yeah.